Welcome to the podcast, my G. How's things, man? How are you doing? I'm all right, you know, bro. I was, uh, if you'd asked me that last week, I would have been struggling to be honest with you because uh, just the size of the times. But I've, I've, I've balled up a little bit, mate. So I'm a bit better now. So. What was going on last week? I just think it was getting to me because I've got, I've got small children. So. Um, yeah, yeah. On, on top of that, I'm, I'm still working full time as well in, in the house, so it's, it's, uh, it's a lot to take. Right. Away, so. What's your yeah, What's your work? What, what do you work? Where do, what, what's... I'm a I'm a consultant, if if you like. So I work I work within construction. Um, okay. Um, pretty much it's sales, really. Um, okay. I have a background in building surveying, so I'm a surveyor. So I kind of kind of advise clients how to how to procure things in a sense. Right. Okay. So so I'll <laughs> uh, say that. Say that again. Said without it sounding boring. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it works work in it. Do you know what I mean? You've got to do what you've got to do. But um, so yeah, obviously the dynamic is now obviously you working at home. So is it is it getting a bit much? Do you prefer being out and then coming back to home, or what's the dynamic? Well, like? I think um, well, I work from home anyway. So but the, the catch is obviously I do a lot of paperwork from home, but I'm on the road a lot of the time. Right. So okay. That, that kind of splits up the time. So for me yeah, to yeah. be in the house with my, my sons too. Um, yeah, it's a it's a lot, mate. So, um, and and I'm a person that can't be in the same spot for too long. Um, that's just how I right. operate. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I get a bit itchy when it happens, mate. No, no, I can I can understand that, man. Especially if there's a full household. So obviously, it's you, your missus, you've got two kids. Yeah. So that must it must get a lot because I'm a sort of person. I'm quite lucky to have my own spot because I, I live with um I live with my dad. It's my dad's yard, but he's got another yard of his missus. So I'm just here on my own. So I, I, as much as I am enjoying the time, I'm like you in the sense of like, I don't know, I just need to have my own space. So if I was with someone or somebody all the time, it does it does get to me. Because before this, before they, before my um, my dad's missus and the kids got their own yard, they were here as well. And it was yeah. just too much, bruv. And it, I do feel that. But um, but yeah, man, you just got to keep, keep yourself, keep your mind... Keep your mind clean and just try and. So, um, so I suppose you're on the other end of the spectrum. So how have how have you found being on your own? Is it, has it not got too lonely or? Nah, because I'm used to being on my own. I think I think I'm a bit of a recluse in in that sense, in terms of like, and and that, I suppose that does um, sometimes turn into like a bit bit negative because I'm just like, I kind of like like being on my own if that makes sense because it's kind of yeah. easier because you ain't got to deal with too many other energies i suppose but like at the same time i'm also someone that thrives in social situations it's a bit of a weird it's kind of like <laughs> kind of like uh mindset you can get in because it's like on one end you love being out and and being around people but then on the other end the kind of anxiety gets a bit too much so you kind of want to just like kind of pull back it's weird mate it's kind of it's a weird it's a weird dynamic to explain if you don't understand it. Nah, mate. You know, I'm I'm totally the same. I'm an extrovert and an introvert at the same time. Yeah. So, uh, my missus had a nightmare when she first met me because you know <laughs> she always wanted to be in my pocket and I just couldn't handle it. So yeah, we've had, had to learn it over the over the years of just you know just when I want my own space just to leave me alone kind of thing really. Okay, that's 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 good because I, I wanted to ask you about this like your relationship and that. normally I'd ask it towards after talking about the music, but we're on this yeah. point in a minute, so it's quite good. Um, yeah. yeah, so I'm someone that is obviously I'm a bit younger than yourself, yeah. but I'm someone that's like. I have difficulty with like relations with the opposite sex. So 
talking with someone that's got a relationship it's kind of nice to kind of um get your perspective on on like companionship and and and, and love i suppose and 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 so so how are you, how is the dynamic with you and what what's what's going on is it yeah um it's took a lot of a lot of learning between us to be honest with yeah. you mate um we've had that with, with it's fair to say we've had our ups and downs yeah um and I, i've been with my mom since probably what seven eight years now um long time. So there's a yeah, it's, it's long enough to know know about about each other really so yeah. but at the beginning yeah. the first year it was it was hard um because you're learning each other yeah uh, and uh, they say that you don't really know a person until two years until you uh, i mean and even then you don't really know somebody until you live with them really so yeah um, but we, we had our ups and downs we broke up at one point um we started living with each other from 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 quite early within the relationship right um, um and in hindsight that was probably rushed if i'm if i'm really honest with you okay um so we, so we broke up at, at that point um and that's just just we just couldn't get used to each other i suppose and now i couldn't get used to somebody being in my space all the time yeah uh, but but since then she, we've kind of learned how, how we each other are when i want my own space and she kind of leads me to it and, and if i'm honest she's a she's a diamond really mate because yeah. obviously as you know i work full time i make music um i've obviously got little kids as well so you know she's kind of she kind of blesses me with that time to have on my own if that makes sense um, no no yeah, yeah. I mean, which is, I don't think I'd, I'd be able to get that anywhere else, really. So, yeah. Um, so, obviously, you said you ran into problems quite early in a relationship. So, do you believe that, like, it's like a thing where, like, you can work on things? It's not just a case of, like, once you have problems, you can cut, you have to just kind of leave it. Because I'm the sort of person, like, when there's problems, I'm just like... Leave it. <laughs> but I suppose at the same time, though, I suppose... But I think it, I think it all comes down to the fact of just... I think if two people see something and then obviously it won't work, but then you both still see the vision in terms of like what, I suppose it's naturally just always going to work whether there's problems or not. Do you know what I'm saying? I suppose, and everyone's different. I suppose there are some people that are just quite like easy going in terms of like, they can kind of, they're, they're, they're not as mentally kind of a bit uh, testing and other people, they're kind of quite smooth. So I suppose their life's probably going to be more smooth in quote unquote in maybe in that regard and some others aren't and we just have to make it a little bit more work. I don't actually think that, that that's actually, you know, people say there's a perfect partner for you and all that kind of nonsense. I don't yeah. actually believe that's the case really. I think. Nah, um, no, nah, I don't believe perfect in terms of like the way perfect is kind of like perceived, but, but I suppose like something like that, you're what, you're what, is it, are you married? Is it your wife? No, no, she's not my Okay, so your partner, your partner, she's the perfect for you, but not perfect in terms of what perfect is perceived to mean, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, it's one of them, because it's, it's, my missus is Polish, so she's come from a different culture, a different background yeah. to, to what I have, really. Um, and I was brought up in a, in a single-parent household. So is she, is she, um, she born and raised in Poland or come over it early? Yeah. yeah, she was born and raised in Poland. She came here at the age of 19 um, and she went to oh, university. Okay. And then ended up staying. She's she's a year older than me, um, so she's been here just over 12, 13 years. Away. So what's the uh, what's the what's the dynamic like with family? Is it is it cool? Is everything sweet or? Yeah, it's, it's wicked. I mean, when I first when I first met her, all my friends were like, "I can't go to Poland. The black man in Poland." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're gonna get killed and all that. Like, honestly, I can honestly say, when I went to Poland, it was the the best place for hospi hospitality I've ever been. Uh, and I mean, the, yeah, 
I've heard, I've, I've like watched videos and stuff about people saying that like before they went Poland, I think I was watching a podcast or something, and they were saying like before they went, they had all these like ideas of what it would be like. And then like when they went there, it was just calm. I suppose mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I suppose it's just... Um, the saving grace is she's obviously family orientated. I'm obviously family orientated, and it kind of works well in that sense, you know. Um, yeah, I love going to Poland. She's got a big family over there, and, and uh, we enjoy enjoy spending time really. Uh, no, that's that's sweet, man. It's good to hear, man. I like to just it's nice to hear talk about these things and and, and hear people's kind of like because these are the things that matter, man. That's what I mean. Like your your misses and your kids and that, like they're important. It's 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 good to talk about them. The environment, man. So you gotta going back to your original point is yeah. I when I was younger, I used to be one of those those young young kids that once things runs into trouble, um, then I run off. I don't really deal with it. Yeah. Kind of as I've got older, it's learning to to kind of deal with it and then and then moving on to the next hurdle. You know what I mean? Because me, I'm just I'm just a, I'm just like a such an overthinker when it comes to these things. And like, so what will be going through in my mind is like. So like, as I say, like, um, because I don't, I've, I've had like one girlfriend, but I've never really felt like she was my girlfriend. And obviously I've had so many like other situations with girls when you're just running, like just doing whatever, seeing them or whatever. And like, I just kind of get into that, like thinking when I'm like, oh, so like, am I forcing it? Is it like, do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's just, maybe it's just one of those things that when you know, you know, I suppose. You know, the, the only advice I can give you is like, Get to know somebody as a friend first, man. Um, I've yeah. always been told that, you know, like even if it's a year or two, because once you know somebody and I'm, and I'm including in their thoughts as well, you know, yeah. it's easier to deal with when you're together. Because what tends to happen is people like each other and they get together instantly, run into loads of trouble later on and then end up calling it a day. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. if, you, if you understand somebody as a friend, um, I, I believe basically that friendship is the, is the foundation of any relationship, basically. Yeah, I suppose it's just, it's kind of like, I suppose it's kind of like, I, I, I kind of say that, like, I, I you, you kind of want it to be, sim- like, you want it to be similar to your brethren's, but obviously not, it's not that, it's not the same, it's not the same level of intensity, is it? But it's kind of, it should be the similar kind of, like, thing where it's just like, you you're, you know who she is as a person or whatever, and you kind of, like, you kind of know what, what's going on, and you can kind of, like, I suppose some people, it's kind of like, a lot of it's built on lust, I suppose. Yeah, and I feel like when it's based on that, that's when you run into some serious problems because it's like <laughs> your your missus can be very like you can be very sexually attracted to her, but if she's got nothing about her. Then there's nothing you ain't that ain't gonna do anything for you, mate. A year or two into that, um, and that's all it is. Then the thing will crumble away instantly. So you've got to have that something that bonds you together because love's a journey, I believe. You know, you'll never, you'll never, you know, when you meet somebody and you have all those feelings, you're. I don't think you'll ever recuperate those feelings throughout the relationship again. Shall I tell you what? Shall I tell you what? I read somewhere, and what I, it makes so much sense is that love isn't some, like you know how like people like look at like like their partner or or someone. They will look at like that person as like like the person that kind of brings all these feelings and like, but really and truly, they're just a reflection of what you already have inside. And I feel like it's important to understand that because it's like then therefore you don't need that person or you don't need these things. They're just things that are like there and, and works and it's kind of like a beautiful thing to 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 embrace and kind of like experience. But I feel like when you need it, when you like feel like you need it, oh, she's a, I only feel good when I'm around her and like you're trying to like 
always claw onto it. I think that's when you're going to run into problems. That's what I've done in the past. I'm like trying to like force it, trying to like look for a way that like she's going to be the one or like to try and make me feel some type of way that like I can't feel myself. And I feel like you have to realize that it's internal. I feel like when you, when you have a good understanding of like, she's her, I'm me and we work, but we, we don't need each other. We don't, it's not like we like, like, do you know what I'm saying? Cause anything can happen. She can, people can die. People can do this. People, and then you, you got to have a perspective of like, do you know what I'm saying? That like, I'm yeah, good definitely. here. Definitely. I, th I think I, I idolized the idea when I was younger thinking that, you know, everything. Yeah. Perfect. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was my downfall in it really. You know? And I didn't, I didn't really mentally gear myself up to understand how a relationship works and, yeah, and how, and how to manage certain certain issues, and especially when you have children, that's another equation thrown into the mix. That yeah, you have to you have to manage as a man. You know what I mean? And it's it's it, if you don't if you don't think up like that, and you don't have guidance from somebody who's a little bit older who's been there, then it can be a little bit difficult to be honest. With you. So um, yeah, all, all, I'd, all I'd say is I wouldn't I wouldn't rush it, um, and just and the right person will come at the time because you, you're what now? What 23, 24 in a few months. Yeah, man, you got plenty of time, man. At twenty five, I was, I was still partying hard, and you know, and yeah, yeah, well, I was living it, living it a little bit there. To me. No, I mean, yeah, I, I just it's kind of I'm not like I like, like the thing is like I, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna like lie or anything. Like I, I would love to have a missus that I'm like cool with and like you know what I'm saying and look yeah. looking forward to doing things with and stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, like I'm not like yeah, I'm not not gonna like base my kind of like experience on trying to attain that which is what I think kind of a lot of people do because they're not they're trying to run away from what's going on in their own head you get what I'm saying yeah and that that happens at all ages mate that's not just your age and, and for me that's not it's not about that to be fair and I suppose yeah. I was I was that kind of person at one stage in life um but yeah I've always been a lone soldier and I, and, I, and I never kind of do so much just after 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 force of the will if that makes sense I need to make yeah. sure that it, contributing to me as a person does that make sense yeah no 100% man and, and all of these things it comes down to it comes down to having a level of awareness and, and perspective and just be willing to learn from your mistakes because I mm -hmm. think a lot of people they just keep doing the same thing and it's like anything like so if we're just talking about like relationships and females and stuff so let's say for example in our all of us guys in our early years or whatever like when we're 18 19 we're going to be about fucking girls and stuff we're gonna do it it's what we have to do i believe i believe i don't believe everyone i don't believe it's for everyone i believe some people they realize it's bullshit from early from about 15 they realize like why am i even gonna do that but some of us have to go through it to realize it's just a bunch of bullshit but then some people they carry that on 30 40 still in the club 50 yeah. blah 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 and it's like yeah bruv like do you get what i'm saying you've got to be willing to learn from your mistakes and, and learn when you because everyone I don't know in my own head whenever I whenever we, you have like lustrous like whatever sex from like I don't know one night stands yeah you never really want that it's not that's that's just a kind of like mask to what you really want which is like yeah. companionship yeah. And, and 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 self fulfillment so when you is it you're always gonna come down off that high so I, I, I when you have a level when you are kind of the person that kind of like is willing to learn from mistakes you do come to realize like oh, so I don't but then when you don't you're going to keep doing the same thing and that goes with anything we could talk about that with anything it, it's, it's the same but at the same time I've got a lot of friends because I'm like 33 now and I've yeah. had a lot of friends that have been with somebody from really young and like 15 16 all the way yeah, to yeah. now um and 
those they're, they're, those kind of people, I'm not saying it happens all the time, is that they outgrow, they outgrow that individual and they yeah, yeah. Really live life. Yeah. And then you have another person that's lived life and then settles down and made all the mistakes. And now yeah. they've made all the mistakes and now they've settled down. So I don't think there's a real... It's not a route for everyone. No, no, no. It's not like a blueprint. It's not like, oh, you have to go out in your early years and experience and then you realise or you have to lock, lock someone down from early. I think it's yeah. just an individual basis, like what I said before. I feel like you just yeah. have to... Some people, like, some people, I've met people that are like, from 15, 16, they realise that like, I don't need to be going out here and doing all the madness and, and all that. I can just realise that like love's here and I'm good and I'm settled. But I feel like, especially men, I feel like when you when when men do do that from early, they, like they still have that in the back of their brain that they've got. Because I, I believe you've got to go through something and experience it to realise what if it's for you or if it's not for you. Definitely, yeah. 100%. And yeah, so I just but yeah, things take time to click sometimes, don't it? Yeah, but um, so I suppose now we can talk about the music, bro. So um. I remember when we met. We met at uh, that. Was it BBC? Was it BBC introducing? It was, yeah, yeah. Mad, didn't it? Yeah, we had like literally like a thirty-second convo. I remember when we just exchanged yeah, Instagrams yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah. So where did the music start, bro? Where? where do, okay. Well, obviously. So let's just talk about like your musical interests. Where did that start? I've, I've always been into music, um, and I suppose I've been born into a musical family. At the time, I'll always remember my uncle's a, a house DJ in the nineties. So he was playing at places like Steering Wheel, um, you know. Um, in Birmingham? Yeah, in Birmingham, Miss Money Pennies and, and, and those kind of places. So I, I've always grown up with vinyl, decks, music being heavily influenced, and obviously my mum, uh, Motown and all that kind of stuff. So I've always been into music. I always remember getting my, um, my first karaoke machine and then kind of leading on to then having uh, my first radio, portable radio in the in the house. That's where I could record a uh, like private, you know, like... Um, the radio stations back in the day. Oh, like rip them and then listen to them later? Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's kind of always been in, in me, really. And then I remember getting my first set up at about 13. Um, my uncle helped me to get my first pair of decks and, and it kind of just developed from there, really. Were they vinyls? Um, yeah, vinyls back then. Um, I remember getting, it was about drive Newmark, Newmark decks. And uh, yeah, and then it was going to school and the Walkmans were popular and everyone was bringing in the sets from yesterday, the last night that they'd heard on the radio. And it kind of developed from there, really. Um, I was into to UKG at first, because um, <laughs> that's my era. That's when it was popping up. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started coming from. And I spent a good, probably from around about 13 to about 15, spending a lot of time just listening to UKG. And uh, it's funny, at that time, a lot of people, uh, a lot of my friends was into drum and bass. Um, but I weren't really into it. Couldn't really grasp it, couldn't understand it. So, no, sorry, go back, to, go back to the guys quickly. So, what... what uh... What are some of the tracks that stick out for you in the in the garage? Well, just in in that era. In the, so obviously you were thirteen, fifteen. What what time was that? In what year? 90s. Yeah. What year was that? Yeah. Uh, no, that was uh, early two thousands. Okay, so just so from that from the nineties to the two thousands, what are the garage tracks that stand out for you? Uh, uh, tracks. It's the commercial ones you're hearing now. So in terms of producers, Sticky was was doing bits. Sticky uh, things you do for love. That is one of my tunes. I love it, bruv. I love that tune. Uh, big tune. The um, Nail popped on the scene. It was on the that scene. That was more funky though. That was more funky, did not it? He did a few UKG. I, I remember DJ Zink, Zink you know Zink. He, he yeah, yeah, I know Zink. Yeah. yeah, obviously he was on drum and bass, but he was releasing quite a lot, a lot of UKG at that time. Um, 
you, you're testing me now. I've got all my vinyl there. I'll have to start digging it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, at the time, just, and there was a lot of like local DJs and producers and uh, going on to radio stations. So for, in Birmingham, there was a, a big station called Silk City Radio. Um, still going now, that's where I've heard about them. Uh, I think it's died off. It has died off okay. now, but that, that was the big the big thing back then. There was Passion FM and Hot 92. Yeah. And then all, all the local MCs, RD Classic, you know, there used to be Cruise back then. Cruise was a big thing back then as well. So, and you used mm. to listen to the radio shows and, and it kind of popped up from there, really. And um, we had a youth club, or we still got the youth club, actually. Um, and they had invested into into some studio gear and then uh, we went in there and started doing our thing. And that's where it kind of blew up from us, really. Oh, so that's where you got to start producing and stuff? Yeah, doing little bits and bobs. And it's funny because Lady Lee, she only lives around the corner and that's where we kind of grew up and that's where she kind of... Oh, do you, do you know her personally? Yeah, I went to school with her. I went to oh, okay, her. sick. Uh, so, sick, yeah, that, that was just a... You've just come in together, mate, really. So do you, I remember you telling me you did... So did you, did you jump on the drum bass thing? Yeah, yeah. Because at that time, it was about, um, well, 15, 16... Tape packs, the tape pack culture was was massive. You know what I mean? So it wasn't yeah. just about going to the raves and that. It was about getting the tape packs. And I remember some of my friends bringing in uh, tape packs to school. And then I started listening to drum and bass and I started getting into it. Um, and then when 16, when I hit 16, I was just I was just raving, man. I was just hitting all the raves. And and then that, I got that bug for at least 10 years, good good part of 10 years. What, just um, raving? Um, raving and DJing. So, um, oh, okay, sick, sick. Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of made a little name for myself at that time. And I mentioned Silk City earlier on. I ended up getting a slot on there at the age of 19, um, okay. which was a massive thing for me at that time. Um, yeah. I was on there for at least a good good 10 years, just just, just playing. And it, that's where I'm just playing a, just, Yeah, yeah, playing a radio set. Yeah, no, I, to, I want to get on radio myself, man. I wouldn't mind doing something like that myself. Man. Yeah. But fuck it, it's focus on what you can do and it's make the tunes and stuff. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, find, um, I don't know about, I don't know about you, but... Do you find it hard DJing and producing at the same time? No, no, no. What do you mean? Is it like so for me? Like I, I don't. I suppose it's. I used to love uh, DJing and and I still do to a point. Oh right, yeah. But I prefer to make music now. Um, but no. I'm one of them, I'm one of them people that I have to focus on one thing at a time. Oh okay. You understand what I mean? Yeah, I'm the same. But I feel like they go hand in hand for me. I'm, I make tunes. Like when I'm making tunes, I'm always thinking about me DJing, and that's the point of me making the tunes. Because yeah. um, like I'm someone that like I love hip hop and R and B, but I find it hard to make it. Like I always like set the BPM to like 95 or whatever, and try and make a little groove. And then I make a little groove, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Because I'm just like, I feel like I started DJing, and then like, and then like obviously because I, I I'm a raver as well. I go to a lot of raves. Yeah, and like when I like hear producers play their tunes and like, and then like the way they like the way they like the energy they get from people and stuff like that's just that's what I would I'm trying to do with music. I think I don't think I'm limited to that. I, be I believe in the future you might catch me making some R&B tunes with some people and that because I believe once you, I feel like the the biggest test for me in producing was learning the D DAW and learning like mixing and learning how to use the software because I always had the idea I always knew what I wanted to hear like in my head I could always hear what I wanted to make but it was just kind of um learning the process of, of being able to do that because it was just that's why I always used to get so frustrated because I was like I know what I want to hear like I know what I want to hear but I just can't get it and then obviously as you keep progressing and keep keep moving on with it you get better and then you could then you're making stuff you want to hear and then you can kind of 
experiment and do this and that and then you kind of get in the groove of what you want to make so yeah yeah man but um, for me yeah it's back to your question just to kind of um, summarize yeah for me now because it goes hand in hand I'm a DJ at heart that's what I love to do is DJ and then the producing is just to supplement that and have my own tools for the rave yeah man I hear, I hear what you're saying stuff in that sense um, yeah. I, I, I don't know I just think so I went through so many years of DJing that I thought because I wanted to produce for a long time but I suppose it's the same with you I just kind of was uh, scared to dive in okay. at the fear at the fear that I can't do it if that makes sense it's mad it's mad do you think so pause, pause on that yeah so don't you think that mentality is so mad because I'm the same I, like I'm the same I even get it with a podcast I'm like scared to do a podcast I'm like what if we don't have anything to talk about but like that kind of like mentality is so mad. It makes sense in this, in, in one aspect, but at the same time, it's like, how are you ever going to know if you're going to fail unless you do it? So like but being scared to not do something because you might fail is so kind of productive. It's mad because like, if you don't do it, you're never going to know if you could fail or not. And, and failing itself is a bunch of bullshit anyway, because it doesn't actually matter. You fail on what? You make a shit tune. Who cares? No one cares. The only person that cares is you. And once you realize that no one else cares yet, like, you just be like, fuck it, I'm just going to do what I feel like I want to do. And that's it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you have an itch, always scratch it. Yeah, definitely. I just think it's human behavior. You know, we're our own biggest critics, and I am as well. And yeah. I was, it's funny, I was speaking to somebody yesterday um, about being a perfectionist. And actually, I've come to realize being a perfectionist is an insecurity of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, it limits you from doing what you want to do. You, you know, 100%. 100%. It's about taking that, that risk away. And there's so many 100%. people. And I just say, it, this, it's got to do it, man. It, it's, 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 yeah, it's an insecurity in a sense of like you're trying to get it so perfect because like you're insecure of, of it being finished and that being it. Like that's what it, that's what I used to, that's what, so I had to get to the point where like I just had to put a tune on SoundCloud, I just had to say fuck it and put it on. It was, it was an okay tune, but then once I'd done that, it was kind of like, okay, so now I've got something done, now I can, now I know what done is and then I can improve on what done is and then we can keep the ball rolling i mean being yeah. a perfectionist is good don't get me wrong it's good because it it makes you what it's like a fight happening in your stomach to want to be the best you can be but it isn't insecurity in terms of like you know when you're pushing it too far and i feel like you just have to understand you just have to have an understanding of what just when you know when you're going too far and when you're not and just kind of yeah just not letting it not not letting things kind of like yeah, just not pushing it too far and, and kind of knowing that it's just like, bro, we're taking it too far now and we can just, do you know I mean, put it out. You just got to, yeah. Because when it stops you, that's when it, that's when it stops and it's a problem, isn't it? Really? So, yeah. Um, so do you do, um, so do you do any, do you do any reading? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do a couple of bit of reading here and there. What's the, what's the latest you've read? Um, I've got a book called uh, Man of Steel, Man of Velvet, which is really good. Um, okay. Because I'm, I'm a, um, so I won't say I was a heavily Christian, but um, I like to believe in God and I like to have okay. been in church from young really. So. This is a very good conversation, actually. It's what I was going to ask. That's why I ask everyone because. So, what's your belief system then? So, obviously, you said you're a Christian. So, what does that mean for you? Um, I hate getting into the conversation with this. Just, just, I... No, just you, just you though. Because like, obviously, it means such a mad thing, but just you, just for you. So, I, I, I fully believe in God and what, and what. What I tend to ha- what tends to happen is you say to somebody you believe in God and then they put a label on it. Yeah. Now I don't I don't put any religious belief on that. Like I'm not gonna say I'm a Christian on this and that. I just fully yeah. believe in God and I believe in his principles. Um 
Um, and that's just wait, wait. You know when you say his his principles? Yeah. I feel like that's another label that is put on it as well. And I believe uh, what my belief on God is is I believe in God as well. Uh, I believe I believe in like I do believe in God, but I don't. It's it's weird. I believe in. I just believe in like you know what I don't I believe in God but I believe in like it as like um it's like a it's like a I just believe in energy and I believe that certain people radiates energy and I believe that God is with if if the way I believe God is that God is everyone if that makes sense everyone's got the kind of the pathway to God inside them yeah. because you know when you like listen to like people that say like they have like these near death experiences or they have like encounters with God. And like when I'm listening to them describe that and they say like they're speaking to God or they're speaking to Jesus, for me, for my own, for obviously I could be totally wrong, but my kind of like um, interpretation of that is that they're having, they're having a conversation with their true self, the, 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 like the self that's like not, not influenced by any, any kind of like external means. They're just talking to what they really want. And I believe that everyone has them experiences but we just don't realize them. We just kind of go about life. And I believe that these people, they just, they, they push themselves so far on the kind of spectrum of just like um, external kind of like uh, whatever, whatever, like whether it's a drug addict, whether it's, and then I believe that they have these kind of like interventions where it's just like they're, they're, their own brains are like, nah, you're going too far now. And I believe that's what they think their God experiences. But I could be wrong. Maybe it is this kind of like, actual spirit or actual like thing in this scale that's, that's speaking to them but for me that just don't make no sense but but i do believe in it i don't believe things are just very kind of like scientifically is what it is but i believe it's linked with it though i do believe science is linked with this thing that we believe in though but i just believe the link is like the link is the consciousness that we can't explain and i don't really believe we're ever going to be able to explain it really it's just too I generally think that there's in life sometimes there's things that are just unexplainable. Yeah, as you, we're trying to look for the explainable. You know what I mean? So um, it's just the feeling. Personally, I think God is is a, is a personal relationship that you you have with Him, and it's a feeling really. So I don't think nobody can talk tell anybody. But when you say him, him, though, it kind of it, you're labelling it a bit to be this kind of like this kind of like bearded kind of like person yeah. or something like that. But yeah. I, I and I, I get I get what you actually mean, but that's kind mm-hmm. of where the kind of mis con uh, like the misinterpretation comes of of when we speak when people speak about God, and I just believe it. And, and things get wrapped up in so much bullshit with all these like labels and different kind of religions and how they kind of it, some of it is just so mad and it's like it it's it's because it's because there's other people telling you what you should believe bro. and that's the problem bro. it has to come from you as a person doing your own research and doing your own reading and doing your own internal yeah. kind of like um yeah your in, own internal research and kind of coming to your own conclusion about what you actually think rather than someone else telling you and the thing is this can, this can be kind of like this we can talk about this in terms of like religious people doing it i've recently watched that unorthodox on on on, on Netflix and I've kind of got that in my mind where like it's all about that the Jew the Jewish kind of like religion and how they treat women and how like every, everything just has to be in the name of God and it's like we can apply these this to anything like how many youths you see on road doing things just because of their olders are telling them to do it or because of what it just has to you have to do things on an individual basis bro and I believe 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you can't be running around doing things because other people are telling you to do things, and that's just what that's, that's where you become into problems. Personal journey, isn't it? I, I think from 23, I don't get me wrong, I was attending church before that with my nan. My nan's probably the most um, spiritual person in the family. Um, yeah, I wasn't really born in it, my mum or dad wasn't, so it kind of came from my nan, and then from about 23, I went on my own journey with it um, and did my own research, and kind of just I'm kind of just always felt that God was with me, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Even with the way life's planned out, it's like that, that I was kind of destined for, for bad things and then it kind of never works out like that. And that's why I genuinely believe that God has what always you, been with me. What do you mean by destined for, for bad things? Not destined for bad things, but you know, and I'm, and I'm going to go a little bit deep in a sense. Nah, bro this, bro, this is the podcast with deep, bro. I'm the deepest yeah, person yeah, that yeah. fucking is, bro. I always get yeah. told, oh, I used to get told, oh, you deep in it, you deep in it. I used to like, feel bad about myself for deep in it. And then I'm just like, bro, I am a deep person. I think about things. I'm, I'm anxious sometimes. I'm a bit um, intense and I'm a bit, but this is who I am, bro. Fuck it, bro. Do you get what I'm saying? Don't ever apologize. I'm the same. Nah, man. bro. Fuck that, bro. I'm done with that shit, bro. Man's who I am and that's it. We, we keep it running. But yeah, go, go deep, man. Carry on, carry on. No, yeah, it's like, all right, then I was born in, in, a, in a single parent household. I, I, so to say that I haven't, I never had the father figure would be wrong because I had my uncle and my, uh, my granddad. Yeah. Um, however, I believe that the setup I was in, the environment that I was in, wasn't for me to to, to blossom. You know what I mean? So, oh, wait, so um, you grew up in Birmingham. So, what area of Birmingham did you grow up in? I'm, I live in Castle, a place called Castle Bromwich, which which isn't rough. Um, don't get me wrong; it's had its, it's had its moments. It's not the roughest place. Okay. Castle estate. You know what I mean, kind of thing, and 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 most of my friends all grew up in single, single uh, parent households, really. So, education was all right. I, sorry, uh, education. I, I've had school teachers tell me like, signing, signing declaration to say that they expect to see me at McDonald's after I finish school and, and that kind of stuff. And wait, wait, so, when you say that, what does that mean? As in, like they actually ripped that out? They literally ripped it out, made me sign it. This was How, my treatment. Wait, wait, what? Why? Why? Yeah. I what what no, like gonna, what was going through their mind to think that like that was a like pos- or not even positive like that was like a I don't know like yeah like a thing to do like what what I, I don't I don't know the thing when I think about it now that I I wouldn't do that to, to, to but I don't get it so wait, I need to I need to kind of understand what happened so they wrote out in on a paper that you're destined to for, to work at McDonald's or whatever they wrote and then you had to sign it I had to sign it and I signed it and I signed it because for your school or for your, you said for your teacher tutoring. Yeah, this is my, my, my school. Um, but that's what I mean. That's, and this, this, like, this, this idolised this idolized idea of, of people going to school and, and doing well, to me, that's bullshit, bro. You know what I mean? Because... It's the system, bro. It's the system. It's the system. Yeah. Like some, some people are good at a system. Some people are good at academics. Some people can, can, can read books and, 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 like, and like, g- like game what they need to gain from it and then write what the questions ask them. Some people are just not. So I believe it, it's only, the only thing that I gained from school is that I, I was average at school in it. I was okay. Yeah. And that's not because I'm any smarter or less smarter than anyone. I believe I'm someone that's probably more aware than most people because I, I, I do I do I do the research I, and whenever problems I do research. But in terms of if you're talking about purely just academics, I was average in it. And I forgot what my point was going to be. Um, what was you talking about? You were talking about. Um, just how the school system set up to, to, to kind of let yeah, not, yeah. not for a lot of people. So yeah, so the system kind of caters to people that are like 
can can do academics in that regard or people that and i feel like some people like me like, like we are, I, my brain didn't work like that bro like i was okay at maths i ended up doing accounting and finance at uni and getting a 2-1 which is okay went to birmingham obviously um but yeah like my brain doesn't work like that i'm a creative person like i can't i can't and and and, and the system is kind of like the system's good because i suppose it does teach you some discipline and stuff but I do believe it could be better though. It could be better. Like for someone, for someone that was musical, the music in my school was fucking a bunch of bullshit. Like I, like I just like, I would have loved to have been in there, like learning how to produce and stuff and, and, and do you know what I'm saying? And learning how to play keyboard. But how can I learn? How can I want to learn how to play, play keyboard when you've got some stubborn fucking white fucking, um, some white bread that wants to teach you about fucking classical music and tell you, tell you like, like fucking that you're wrong for like listening to things in that way or whatever like shut up man like you know what i'm saying like mad brother and, and, and to be honest this this is the reason why later on in life i, I decided to make a, a slightly creative arts company and the idea was it was it was teaching young people all about creative arts and giving them that assurance that you can you can have a career in making music or you can have a career in dancing you know what i mean don't don't just stay to the idea of what the school's telling you really if i'm, if I'm honest with you so but I've got a twin sister, um, obviously born and raised and whatever, and she was academically great, and yeah. I wasn't. But I kind of, I, I was more street smart than her. Than so it kind of works out both ways, isn't it? Really, you have a street street smart or academic, or you can't. I don't yeah, really no, you can, can be both. It's, it's it's not it's not always limited to that. You can be both. It's not really about that. It's more just about I don't know. It's just about just the system of academics only works for some people because their mm -hmm. brain works in that way because it's like. Like who, like who really wants to read like textbooks and then write out an essay? Like, you, not everyone works that way. Some people, they like they, they are, like me. I'm a visual learner. I learn when I see things, not when I'm reading like big texts and stuff like that. Like I, I can, I learn from reading books because I can see the picture when I'm reading a book, but not about some something I don't want to read about. Bro. Do you get what I'm saying? But the thing is, it's it's okay to be like that. But at the same time, um, the school system makes you feel like a failure if you're not that kind of yeah. person. What I don't make you. Know what I'm saying. But the only thing is, it's a system where like they push you to go to uni. I've, I've always thought this, yeah. They push you to go to uni. I believe that university is a business, bro. Because for, for me personally, yeah, it does not cost. I think mine was seven point five k a year. So most most is nine. For me to go to uni, it's not costing nine k a year. So what it is, they must be just what the money that they do end up getting back from loans is what money just they're recouping of profit because it can't cost that much to go to uni, bro. Because it doesn't. It does. It just doesn't. Especially when there's like, I think in my course, there was, I, don't, I can't tell you the exact number, but I, I think there was around 3,000 people in just in my year. So really? if, you, if, you, if you do the maths, but I can't be asked to do the maths. I, can't, I don't doubt it when you put all of the lecturers' wages in. It's not costing that. It's a business, bro. 100% a business. But we, we sidetracked there. What was, what was the point? Um, was talking about um, background. So you said you did a creative meet. Do uh, you still do that now? The company. Uh, no, that what had happened is I was I was working full time and running that on the side, and and to be fair, it was running okay for three years. It generated about ninety k over the three years. Um, which oh, was that's good. Good. So you got a bit of an entrepreneur flair. That's good, man. Yeah, it was good, man. But you know, you can't in business. You can't trust everybody. So I was doing a lot of the legwork on my own. I was hiring freelancers to come in and and run courses um, for me, which is good. Um, but I had to manage all of that whilst also working full time as well. So in the end, it, it got the better of me. And then I, I remember um, I was made redundant. Um, and then I was just exhausted because I've been thinking about for those, for those three years. 
and I can in ahead and, and it, it just got to million. So I ended up um, dwindling down the, the company uh, and okay. then just getting a job on just because I have kids. I've got, I've got house to feed, man. So yeah, for real, man. So, so, so where do you, where, where, it's a bit, it's a bit of a like shit question to ask some people sometimes. Cause I'm, I'm just saying, I don't really know where I want to be in like five, 10 years or whatever, but, that, but like, that's just what, rather than putting a time frame on it, like, what's, what's your ideal situation? Are you, are you settled now? Is everything good now? Or like, where would you kind of like want to be in terms of just you and your life? Like, um, and, and this has been my answer for a long time. It's about happiness, really, bro. And of course it is, man. Well, to be honest, happiness is, is kind of, happiness is is like a state that's can't you can't have happiness for a sustained period of time so i think the right answer is or not yeah. the right answer, sorry but that the answer is more joy and and calm and peace because happiness comes happiness is up and then you come down but like happiness is yeah but, uh, but the way you're saying happiness is it's kind of similar to what i'm saying but yeah sorry carry on yeah but it's never a solid state is it but for me nah, like, nah. Music is where is where I want to be. Um, so at the moment, I'm a consultant. I, I work for a, a company, and I'm trying to build it up to where I can stand on my own two feet with that. Um, however, the long the long the long ball game is I want to I want to be a producer. I want to be an artist. I want to be touring. I want to be playing out to to different crowds. And I've had a taste of it already, and, yeah. I, and I, I'm not going to stop until I get to that that point. Really. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, having kids is it's kind of slowed that down a little bit because obviously I have to put them first. Which yeah, don't mind a lot more kids, you know what I mean? So I just have to have to be a bit more patient than I, than I have been um, up until now. Yeah. Really, so. um, but yeah, it's, I definitely see a, a music, even if it's making tunes in the studio and getting paid in, from that side of things, I don't mind as long as I'm involved in music and I'm doing so much. Like, like, that's my purpose, really, because ultimately I think everybody's got a purpose. Not, but not everybody wants to dig dig deep enough to find that. And I generally believe yeah. that. I believe, I believe, I believe everyone's purpose is like, is to eventually be someone, I think everyone's purpose is kind of like, eventually roots back to kind of like being someone that's kind of like, being someone that can give back and help and stand up and, 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 and obviously there's avenues for you to get there. So it's obviously your purpose might be to, I don't know, to either make a lot of money through music and stuff and then end up giving back or whatever. I don't know. Everyone's got, there's a reason why some people live and some people, well, the reason why people live and, and but I believe the purpose, yeah, I believe the most fulfillment you get is when you help someone, man. I do believe that. So I believe yeah, everyone's, yeah, everyone's no, here. For me, well, for me personally, it's never, it's never ever been about the money. You know, no. um, I've, I've been lucky enough to kind of have a, a middle wage throughout my whole life, even now it's like I'm not struggling, I'm not rich. You know what I mean, so it's comfortable, are, good. Yeah, the food, there's food in the table, in on the table, and then that's about it. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not money driven like that. I just need to make sure that whatever I'm doing is sustainable. If that makes sense. No, me either. But I'm money driven in the sense of like I'm not money driven actually. It's not what drives me, but I, I do want to make money, but not for money to because I want money to like help people, bro. Like I want to get money and then live a comfortable life and be free and then because I, I know that if i feel free because obviously i do I, like i'm not like i do believe like you like like you can't access the now now like you can't like whatever you like want to be it is possible to get it now but in terms of just like financial aspirations and stuff like that like, I, I just want to make money so then i can be a hundred percent free in terms of like i do what the fuck i want to do and then i know that like, when i get to that point i can just fucking 
do so much for other people. So I, I just, there's something in me where I just know I can do so much for people. I know that there's something that I need to do. There's something that I need to get. And I feel like sometimes that, that's why I can kind of slip to that kind of like depression and kind of like not not like fucking clinical depression or anything like that but like yeah. low i think it's more like low energy and low low mood yeah. I, I do get that a lot and I, I, I believe it's because i'm the sort, the sort of someone that just their mood swings up and down and it's i believe it's kind of similar to like people that have like bipolar but it's just not as clinical it's not clinical i believe like some people just we have they have just energy that like energy inside them that just swings all the time and i believe i don't know i, I believe there's spectrums of stuff I believe, but some people I think are just very generalized in terms of like they they haven't got any clinical signs, but they do. They have got kind of like a yeah. I don't know what it is. Like I just say, like an energy inside them that causes them to have mental no, kind I, of. I can fully relate to it because it, even now I get once I depressed, but I get down in my stuff, knowing that I'm not in the position that where I should be or where I want to be. That makes it's sense. all a mind game, though. It's all a mind game. Yeah, it is, man. It is, yeah. So I, just I believe so. I believe people like like I, I I think everyone suffers from some sort of like kind of like mental barriers because we're all human. But I believe some people just have the awareness and kind of like knowledge and kind of like intelligence to be able to navigate their self through it. So like for example, someone will have like a negative thought and then but then they'll just they won't they won't, they won't even think twice about it. They'll be like, oh cool, like it is what it is. Like it just happened and then they carry yeah. on with their life. But some people they get so stuck on that one thought. And then they end up like bringing themselves down in that one thought, and it's like mad. And then, but and then, like, but I feel like what, as you as you become more aware, you realize that like life's like it's one flow of experience. You don't need to you don't need to batter yourself for like having one too many fucking cookies one day or whatever, or just whatever you've done that was a bit that you shouldn't have done. Like, I understand that. Yeah. So if I was to ask you the question, where is it that you want to be, or do you think that you're fancy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got asked this question because I did. I've been recording these podcasts. I got asked a question the other day, um, and like my answer is because obviously I live with my dad in a minute, but he's not, he's not here. So obviously I do live on my own. But like I just want to feel secure in terms of like have my, have my my, like business or my way of like keeping myself. Um, funding myself or whatever or keeping basically being able to provide for myself that that one that's secure in what I do because my I don't I was working doing like traffic management and stuff but I'm just sick of doing it now so I'm kind of trying to find something else so I've been applying for jobs and stuff just little customer service jobs or whatever but that's why I'm doing this podcast obviously I can build maybe like a media company for myself or something I don't know I just want to be able to just have like a sustainable kind of way of living for myself um have my own little like apartment or flat or whatever nothing fancy just mine decent car outside that that works that's good do you know what i mean and yeah that's what that's what external stuff material stuff i I think i would like to have to be able to ground myself and then more just kind of just be more be a better better not better person or just be just be more aware and, 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 and more kind and more just, yeah, more understanding and just, yeah, just genuinely just a more yeah, well-versed person. Yeah, because not, not many people would have said that, you know. They would have said, oh, you know, the material side and left it as that, but the fact that you want to better yourself as a person. No, it's because, it's because I don't want to get attached too much to external and the material. Like, I know that they're important to have because obviously you need 
you need a secure base for yourself and you need, I don't know, like a, 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 a mode of transport, you don't need to have any ma massive, but for me, I just, I would like to have something that's solid and cool. I've got a solid car in a minute, but it's on finance. And it's not, nothing's really secure right now. But, um, but yeah, man, I don't want to get attached to the ex external too much because I understand that it's, it's a, it's a, it's a mad game that you can play when you get into that frame of mind. So like, I want, I just want to always keep a kind of like, perspective over it that I'm not attaching to it everything's um, temporary man even if you own your car it's temporary even if you temporary. own exactly that's what I don't I don't really put a massive emphasis on, on, on all that kind of stuff if I'm really honest with you yeah I, I, um, I, I love traveling and I love to, to take my family traveling to, and just to see the world and I put probably more of an emphasis on that than I do with with anything else really and it, I, I think yeah. last year we went to like six or seven countries and for me, yeah, that's man. living. That's living. That's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah I mean, but I think my point, like my point, is that yeah, my emphasis is not on it, but it's just because I just want to be able to feel secure, like in terms of what I've got. So obviously, you've obviously got that already. You've got a nice house that's secure and yours. So you know, that's good. So then you can now you can go out and travel and do these little things. So, so yeah, I, I but, definitely I definitely feel you though, because I used to feel like that when I was younger as well, just to make yeah. sure. That Nobody can't tell you anything once you got that, and you know. Yeah, that's the problem with me. Like I'm fucking. I hate. I hate people telling me shit, bro. It does my fucking nothing. Me too, bro. <laughs> but you live in this. You live in an in an economy and 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 a material world. It's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 right. Everything's run by money and a materialistic thing. It's crazy when you start thinking about it because it's like, what is this thing that everyone chases? Like, why do we? Why does it have to be that? I mean, it makes sense in terms of like, but it's. That seems to be the one thing that everyone values the most. You know what I'm saying? But money. So, yeah. Nah, not that, well, I suppose it is. No, it uh, is in terms of like just that, the. Uh, yeah. That is, you know, that's, if, that's how everything works. So that's how you. That's how you. That's how you get a plumber to come to your house and fix your uh, your pipes. You give him money. You know what I'm saying? You can't give it because that's how. That's what runs the world, isn't it? Like you know what I'm saying? Because you need it. Crazy, yeah. isn't it? The difference, yeah, but it's different when. There's one in it and going to get it, but then there's another thing with worshiping it, and it's when you're worshiping it that's. And, and to be honest with you, I can't connect with people that worship money. If I'm honest with you, I'm not mm. not because I haven't got it. It's because I just think that they'll do anything to get that money, and I'm but not that kind of person. But don't I mean, you think it's weird though? That's how, that's how that's how the kind of it's kind of been made to be that. So like we need to get that to do everything. So like that's what we value, not value the most, but that's what we need to get in terms of to be able to even live. Don't you think that's cra a crazy concept? It's, it's mad because obviously we don't, we've never experienced anything different, so we don't know any different. But when you yeah. start thinking about it, it's like, so, so like, I have to do something to get that to then be able to live my life. It's crazy, isn't it? I just think, yeah, slap, it's advertisement slaps in our face. And then like, it's like the the people that the people and, and there's people that own everything, bro. They they're the ones that they're the ones that have everything, so then they can. They tell everyone else what to do. It's cr it's a crazy concept, but you ha you have to live in it. You can't avoid it. Uh, yeah, there's no there's no avoiding it. However, the, you can change your focus. Like for example, we've got a TV in the house. We don't watch TV because yeah. we like, the idea of what the, what TV is showing you is not is not what how we want to live. You know what I mean? And it's easy to get programmed without you knowing it. So we just cut that out completely. To be honest, so just so it just. But why do you why don't you watch TV? Because there's still phones and stuff. It's still the same thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, but it's just the way that the idea. I believe that there's a not there's a gender that's being pushed from 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 the 
from the big side. There, no, there is, there is. It's it's consumerism, isn't it? That's that's the main thing. It's consumerism. It's it's the Western philosophy. That's that's what's being pushed on us to to yeah. buy more, to do this, to get this, to get that, to get this, to get that. That's what's being pushed on because that's what makes money and that's what makes people powerful. It's not really even about ever about money. It's more about power, mm-hmm. and it's just a it's just a madness that we have to play that game no matter what because you have to play it. You you can you can, you can be like me and you and maybe think of, think above it and, and and be willing to think outside the box and, and realize what's going on, but you still have to play it because there's no way around it. No way around it. Yeah, but it's when it becomes your whole entire focus, then that's a, that's a different ball game in my opinion. You know, um, so you have to, you have, that's why you have to get that money. You have to get that money. It's, it's not, it's not to have the money. It's to have the, the, the freedom tokens to be able to do what the fuck you need to do. That's the only reason why I want the money. I don't want money to fucking to buy shit that I don't need. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm realizing shit now what I don't need and what I do need. I'm, I've already realized all that shit. Don't I don't? Yeah, I, I watched a thing on Netflix not so long ago called Minimalism. Um, Minimalist. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about yeah. that. That culture. It was good. I'd, I'd watch stuff. Actually, the, the remember Tom's the shoes. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, yeah, the, 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 the little sliders, the little what are they called? What what what's the type of shoe called though? It's called something. It was Tom's? Was wasn't it called Tom's? No, Tom, no there's the, that type of shoe is called something, but I can't think of what it's called. I know what you mean by Tom's, but the, the, that type of slip-on shoe is called something. Oh, that's gonna jar me now. Um, oh, I have to Google <laughs> oh, it. I was um the, the chap who started that man, he he's the same kind of thing and he and I read that book about four or five years ago, how he started the uh, the whole company. Um and his idea of, of minimizing your life, you know, taking everything out that you don't need and like he's trying to live like that really. Yeah. No, I've been going through that right now with, with, with my car finance. I'm I'm paying a bit extra than us because I, I I didn't have good um credit when I got it out and I didn't put a deposit down. So I'm yeah. kind of just like, it's not, it's not crazy, man. It's two, six, five a month. But now I'm just thinking, do I need that? Like, do I yeah, need yeah. that? Like, do I, do I need it? But the only reason why I bought the car, and my thinking process when I got it was, I want something that's, that's sturdy, that's not going to break and it's cool, and which it, which it has been, because it's a, it's a golf, it's a decent car. But it's just like, oh, like, do I need it? And I'm thinking, before, a few weeks ago, I was thinking, oh, like, maybe I should just like, give it back or like, pay the rest off, pay like the half of it off that I need to pay and give it back. Now I'm thinking, oh, nah, you know what, keep it or whatever. But I just think, I'm just in a weird transition point in a minute where like I'm just, I was doing my job before and I wasn't wasn't enjoying it. It was paying me decent money, to be fair, paying me decent money. But I was just getting up and I just wasn't enjoying it. It was making me anxious with all like, the intricacies of it, like looking for yeah. the work, like texting the, the agency, trying to get the work and then going to the places and then it's, it's, it's new every day and then you don't know, if there's going to be any dickhead managers on site and that, it's just like, fuck. Yeah, just, I know all, of it, all of it was just causing me, like, anxiety and stress. So, like, this, was this it, was it that Construction, yeah? Similar, it was traffic management, if you're familiar with it. You know, like, road closures and stuff and temporary traffic lights? All yeah. of that shit. And then it, imagine, basically, it's just gone. Imagine that, bro, because um, even... And I probably don't want to bring it down to race, but it's, did you find that there was many black people in your industry or what you were doing? Yeah, there was a lot. There's a lot of niggers. <laughs> That's probably why there's so many issues because there's a lot of niggers on it. A lot of road niggers in, on it because it's, it's a very slack job in terms of you don't really do a lot. Um, you're just sitting in your car all day. And that's, uh, to be fair, I got, I got a lot of music produced because of it, to be fair. Really? But I probably would have got that music produced anyway. It was just because I was in a good, like, it was just because I didn't have to do a lot. But it caused me a lot of stress, though. In terms of just like the anxious side of just everything, where like 
sometimes you pull up to a site and there'll be all Christians. Other times you'll have fucking dickhead managers on you and then you've got texting and then, I mean, you're sitting there all day and no one's on you. Sometimes you think, oh, fuck it, let me just go home. And then you've got the anxiety of like, you bounced, like you went, you left when you shouldn't have gone and there's someone going to go, oh, all that. It's just all it is. When you think about it, it's just all it is. It's all that madness that you don't need, bro. Yeah, Do you know what I'm saying? You could just... Yeah, I get it all the time, bro. Even that now. I was, I've, I've been a building surveyor for, since I was 19. I went to university yeah. and all stuff. And there was, there was hardly any black people in there. And it's, it's ironic because today I got that, that same feeling I used to feel. And I hate bringing up the black and the white, uh, the race card. I, I really hate it to be honest. I'm not one of them people that does it. But You don't seem like one of them people. But it's a good conversation uh, to have though. But yeah, go on. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that person. But, um, so, I, but imagine, sorry, just on your point, yeah. Yeah. So you know, obviously that black and white thing that goes on, and and to be fair, there's 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 leverage, there's 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 arguments on both sides in terms of like, obviously there are there is white privilege and stuff, and it is a bit mad. Yeah, there is white supremacy and stuff like that. But at the same time, bro, there are white men out there that think they can't do something because they're not black. Just if, for example, like rapping. I know, I know yeah, white really? brands that like, feel they can't rap because they're white or whatever. There are if that it is a flip side. It might not be obviously because history's made it be that way and let's get into a deep point actually that I, that I really think and I really believe in it and it, and it just yeah. comes down to the fact that like there is no colour bro so you know obviously slavery happened yeah yeah and the white man enslaved the black man yeah yeah why 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 are we now today like kind of still got their mentality of like whites are this some some whites are like that in terms of like they they are racist towards white people but it, it was the people at the time that did it, bruv. It was the individuals collectively that did that shit. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not a white person thing, bruv. Do you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me tell you though, man. And I use, and I use construction as, as a point. So being, being in, in the construction industry at the level where I'm not on site, I'm in the office who's making the decisions before it even gets to site. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's full of white men. Full of white men, white people. And for me as a black, young black man coming in, I don't see any young, young people coming through the construction industry in the, in the boardroom and I don't see any black. And that stigma is still there in that construction industry. It's still got that old fashioned... No, it has, because my thing is similar to the instruction industry and I understand what you mean. It is like that. I know, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, so I can, I can... Okay, my job is meeting new people all the time. I'm always meeting new people. Um, and I can have a conversation with somebody over the phone and I'll meet them and I didn't realise I was black. And the, the the amount of um, what I'm hosted with, it's like it's a surprise to them that I'm black. Does that make sense? What are you yeah. doing in this? It's not said, but you know when you get the feel. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. And, and that's still there. And that's that is definitely still. Like, so so cool. So that that's that's not my point though. Okay. In terms of like, how do I explain what I mean about it sounding mad? Yeah. So, like, I think. Yeah, so like these things do exist, yeah. Like there are there are there are white men that do look at down on black men, yeah, and stuff like that, yeah. But it's it's still how do I describe it? like it's it's still I just think it, it's individuals. I don't believe we should be looking at things as collectively white people are like this. No, oh. that individual guy is like that. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and I believe, and, and and I can even read it back to back in the day where like the white man was enslaving a black man. There were definitely some, probably some white people back then days that were, didn't want to be involved in it, but they were because their family was and shit like that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, it's like, my point is, it's like, there's no color in terms of like, why people do what they do or there's no like, we can't, and, and we need to realize that as 
because I'm and my point was gonna be that like, I'm white and black, so I'm in the middle of this shit sometimes. I'm like, where are like, Do you know what I'm saying? So, um, well, but I bet you get classified as black. Yeah, yeah no, but I, I, I don't. But the thing is, I think it's because I'm white and black that I don't, I don't associate with being black or white. I don't really like. Obviously, I, I do say nigger sometimes. I do. I mean, I, I do. I am involved in the black culture, but I also am involved in the white culture as well. And I just, but it's like none. All of it is a perception anyway. None of it's really real in terms of like what's actually going on. Do you get what I'm saying? It's all people just have mad perceptions and stuff, and it gets entangled in a lot of. And I definitely agree with you, and and because it, it's dangerous that if you start them branding every white person as a racist, you it's can't, dangerous. you can't do that because there are there are white men that are racist and do down on people, but there are black men that are racist. But that's cool though. The reason why that's cool is because what happened back in the day. But what happened back in the day was a circumstance, bro. Do you not think that if and the thing is that we don't talk about it enough. Like, so obviously the black the black tribes and that yeah they were going back in the day yeah the shit they were doing in their own tribes. We don't, we don't yeah. talk about that though because yeah, yeah. it wasn't a white man that took a black man. Do you get what I'm saying? So my point is like people are people and they do what they do, they do what they do, yeah. And some people will just are oh, like do some fucked up shit and some don't. And it, it, that's just it. Just is what it is, bro. And what I do, agree, I do agree that black, some some black people and even, and I'll even say that they don't let the the whole slavery thing go. They're still trying to hold on to it as if to say it was it happened yesterday. And that doesn't that doesn't happen either. You know what I mean? So and, I see a lot. I mean, yeah, I I just I just look at things as, as on an individual basis, and, and I I do I do understand that that there is white supremacy and there is shit like that going on, and but I just I don't know, man. I just think things are what they are, bruv. I just think we can't we can't look at things as a collective. We can't say all white people are racist because John down the road <laughs> called me called me a nigger yeah. and, and and told me to fuck off back to my country. I can't then call all white people like that. I can't. It's the same way. It's the same way as like you have a bad relationship, but then you say every 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 female is a fucking bitch. You can't do that either, bro. It's like, bro, we just need to get our own heads, bro, and get our own perceptions and shit, bro. It's mad. There's an awareness that that's needed, and the way and the reason I say that is okay. awakening. Yeah, an awakening because I work for I work for a London firm um, predominantly, and uh, you know that I'm the only black man in that company. And when I first yeah. came to that company, it was almost like they didn't know how to take me. So what I'm saying is, not, well, not to, rather than calling them racist, I just think that there's an, an, an awareness that needs to they're, happen. They're ignorant, and, and, they're, and, they're, and but it's an individual understanding. I believe you just got to have compassion for everybody, bruv. You have to. It's, you can't limit yourself to saying, oh, I feel sorry for him because he's a homeless person. You've got to feel sorry for everyone in terms of like, and this is how, this is how I conceptualise it in my mind, yeah? So let's say, for example, there's a racist person, yeah? My initial, if it was racist to me, I, I haven't really experienced much racism in my life that I can remember anyway. I can't personally. Obviously, I know that it does exist, but like, let's say, for example, someone's racist to me. Like, I can't. Uh, my my thought process can't be like total anger towards that person. Maybe a little bit, but it will be. It has to be more like, right. I feel sorry for the fact that you think that way. Does that make sense? Of course it does. You're, you're, uh, the way the way you think is so limited and so. I just, uh, I just I wish you didn't think like that. I wish you were just someone that like can radiate love and stuff. But you're so egotistical in the way you think. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, that, that shows levels of comfort within yourself. Like, why am I going to get mad if someone calling me a nigger, for example? I'm a nigger, I am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. What am I getting mad for? So there's a there's a level of maturity and understanding, and I don't understand those people that, that do get angry when those things happen. No, I do understand it, but I think you have to come to a level of understanding and, and, yeah, and come out of your ego to realise that, like, that guy... And the thing is, like, let's, 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 let's carry on with this point of that racist John, yeah? Yeah. I feel sorry for the fact that 
one, he thinks like that, but then two, he's grown up in an environment where that was kind of pushed to be an okay thing. Yeah, he maybe, maybe he should come to his own realisation that that's fucked up, but I feel sorry for the fact that he hasn't come to that realisation. Yeah, yeah. Rather well, than I'm... having anger towards him, because when you harbour anger into, inside your heart, it don't, it, it just, it, that's, that's with you now, do you hear what I'm saying? And you have a choice to kind of look at things from a different perspective. Like we, like we said earlier, like there's so many perceptions, there's so many ways of perceiving so many different things. So why, so why choose to perceive it that way, as in being this ignorant racist prick that you hate? Cool, that is, that is, that is one perception that is, prob- that is true, that probably can be true. But let's look at it from another, like the perception I just, I just explained. And then that way, it's just choosing to be more at peace with yourself, bro. And I don't have these, I don't know. I just think that's, that's the way I look at it. But I can also understand someone that can't look at it that way. I understand that too. That too. But I yeah, don't know. have been there and done it, man. So we should, we should get over it. But there's, there's two sides to every, every story on every coin. There's not it? even two sides. There's fucking a million sides. There's a million. <laughs> that's the problem. And, and that's why you've got to be precise in the way you, in the way you operate life. Because if you can't, you can't be someone that, that does too many different things. You can't be fucking other girls and then say you're this loyal person to your brethren when you've got, when you've got a wife. You can't do that. They don't, the two don't work. Do you get know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. You've got to be precise in the way you, way, the, think, way, the way I you, the way you, the biggest thing is the self, self-reflection is the biggest thing that you can have as a person. Facts. facts. No, but there is facts. Being able to look at yourself and be like, I'm, I fucked up. Not a lot of people know that though, you know, man. Not a people. No, they don't because their ego gets involved in it, and they can't accept that they fucked up. So they have to continue to make themselves believe that themselves. It's, it's, it's narcissism. They have to keep believing that they're right, or the opposite, where like they keep believing that they're negative and fucked up. So they, they keep themselves in that rabbit hole when none of that is. It's all a perception that doesn't even fucking matter, bro. Yeah, it's it's awesome. mad when you when you actually realize stuff. It, it, it's a bit trippy and a bit like, like it gives you a bit of anxiety. But it's so true in terms of like. None of this stuff is actually real in terms of like, yeah, positive things happen and you feel good and stuff. And yeah, but it's not like, it's not something to, like, that to, to hold on to, 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 make, to make your whole life, to make your whole belief system be based on, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course it does. hundred percent. You know what I mean? So it's just one of them things, yeah. And uh, I've been listening to the audiobook, and I don't know if you know, Echo, Eckhart told the power of uh, now. You heard about it. I haven't, no. Is the, is Bro, the get, on, get on to that, man. Uh, Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, What's man, it? get on to that. It's, it's, a real, it's real shit. It's just um, about the power of now, brother, and about just literally how, like what I said, like none of, none of positive and negative and any of that. It's all a perception. It doesn't matter. Because positive, in the way we see, the way I see positive, everything's always positive and there's no negative. And that, that kind of reaffirms the fact that it's all, it's all an illusion, brother. It's all... The only thing that Let's really talk. is real is what's happening right now. And yeah. that's basically the essence of the book. It's kind of, maybe what I'm saying, maybe it, it doesn't, because when I'm listening to myself say it, it's not really making sense. But I think when you do the reading and you, you look into spirituality, I believe you do, but when you look into it, it, it does make sense. It's like, rah, like, you know what? Actually, it does make sense. Right. Yeah, man. I, the only I, thing I that's... Definitely yeah. check that out. But yeah, man, we covered a lot, man. It's been, it's been a good chat. Um, <laughs> Yeah, kind of divulge that music for a bit and then going into other things as well. But yeah, no, because the point of this podcast is to, is to reflect my personality in it. And my personality is someone that just thinks a lot of shit, bro. I yeah, think man. about everything, bro. And it gets yeah. a bit mad sometimes, but it's good just to kind of like relate to people and see what they think and see if you can kind of come to a kind of like, yeah, I can come to a 
not an agreement, but like a. That's blessed by I understand it fully, man. It's like, and it's kind of given me an idea, really, just to, just to speak to people, man, because I don't think I don't think pe- us as people, as a human race, speak to each other and on real topics. I don't think we would do that at all. It's all surface no. talking. It's all service, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. And it's like, all of these things matter, bro. It does, man. And I think, that's what I mean about when you say about money and all these other things. To me, that's surface talk. Let's talk about how you're feeling, where you want to go, what's what's your disappointments, what's, you know what I mean? That, to me, is real talking. uh, Not not a lot of people are open to talking about real stuff, though, because they're still... They're yeah. still. I don't want to say they're insecure because I'm. I'm still insecure. I don't you know. I'm. I've got insecurities, but I'm not insecure. I think that's the difference. When you're insecure, you you you're you. That's that's you. That like you are just. Your insecurities are your life. Whereas when someone that's got insecurities is like they know what's going on. They know where they they can understand where they um where they fall short in terms of like their perceptions. Like I don't know the where they perceive things or whatever. They know where they fall short. But they they know they they kind of have an understanding of like what what they're trying to do if that makes sense which is where I yeah. believe I am and I've got a lot of learning still to do. We all have, man. I think I read a book one time and um, it, I can't remember the exact subject, but they were saying, you know, when somebody tries to make uh, take the, the piss out of somebody for their insecurities, it's like everybody has some form of insecurity. Nobody is is completely like perfect and within themselves. You know what I mean? Even if you are a confident person. That, I'm sure that there's something that along the line what you'll have an insecurity of. So no, like, I get it all the time, man. Like even when like I'll give you an example, like even when I'm having banter with my brethren share, like even though I know it's banter, there is that kind of insecure kind of person that, that crops up. But I, I, I understand what's happening when it happens. So I don't I won't I won't react in a mad way that, that makes me get more fucking banter to thrown at me because I, I know what's going on. Do you get what I'm saying? It's it's just becoming aware of yourself and, and accepting yourself. You know what? The thing is, it's accepting yourself. It's accepting the fact that you are still, you, you do still get, you are still a bit, you are more sensitive than the average person. So you, but when you understand that, it's cool because then you can, you can, you've accepted it. And then therefore you can kind of navigate it in a different way. Yeah, but it, you, you see you, but it's hard. It's hard though. It's hard. I, 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 I go through the battles. Though. I believe, I think what the difference is between, between me and other people and why I, why I get into fucking some mad, mad mental um, places sometimes is because I, I, I choose to have the battle. I don't, I don't avoid, I don't, I don't, um, I, I won't, I won't tell myself it's, it's okay if it's not okay. I, I go through the battle. Yeah. And I believe that's maybe why I, yeah, it's probably why I am more accepting of myself because I, I just, I go through it. Like I make sure my anxiety makes me make sure that what what how I'm proceeding is the way to where the right way to perceive and proceed and and it, and it, and it can be negative in terms of sometimes it can get a bit mad but like I said before n- nothing is negative and nothing is positive it just is and, and that is positive if that, if that makes sense I know that might not make sense but that it makes sense to me that does yeah 100% but you struck me as somebody who's like really self-reflecting you know what yeah, I mean yeah. you're not wanting to just have a thought and then not think about it you know you're looking and you're analyzing yourself and and, yeah. and, and everyone goes through that journey differently you know there's, there's certain things that i go through um now and my missus goes through now and i went through those 10 years ago you know what i mean yeah and yeah yeah and the thing is you just have to come to the realize that like the only thing that matters is now bro and um yeah i think that when you have that understanding when you have the understanding that like uh, a lot of the shit you're thinking is, is is just perceptions and they're not necessarily real. 
yeah. you can kind of navigate yourself and go, okay, cool. So I don't have to, I don't have to, I don't have to go down that route of, of, of taking what I just thought as hundred percent facts. And I can just, I can just look at things and I can just become, yeah, you know what? The key is just perspective, man. Just being able to overlook things and not get too entangled in them. Go into it, yeah. I know what you mean, stuff. And go through the battles and 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 come out better. Don't come out, yeah. Don't come out, yeah. Just come out better in terms of just having a better understanding about yourself and just having a better understanding about life. Because I believe every, everything that we need to know, we know now. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing that like any. There's nothing that like no no external thing can bring us that we. The only thing that external things can do for you is they can unlock what you already know, already knew inside yourself. That's the only thing they do. It's not something to like hold on to. Like it's not something that we have to like. You talk about material and those kind of things. Material things and just I don't know, just anything external. So let's say, for example, like this conversation that we're having, or 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 like the love you have for your girlfriend. Like they can they show you what you already have, and then when you understand that, that's when it's like you can ground yourself. But when you don't, when when you when you believe that they're the reason why that you they're the reason that you feel good, or they're the reason why you feel this or you feel that or whatever, that's when it gets a bit techy because it's like, raw. that can be taken away from you, bro. Do you get what I'm saying? Gratitude, basically. You gotta be gra- grateful for, grateful, for everything. Grateful, yeah, grateful, grateful, gratitude is powerful, man. There it gratitude is, man. Massive, yeah. Massive, yeah. But, um, but yeah, man, I think we, we had, that was a good chat still. We, we covered a lot of shit, bro. Um, yeah, man, it's always good to talk, man. Um, yeah, we we covered everything that I basically want. We covered, yeah. So I'm just thinking, is there anything else? Anything else you're passionate about, bro? Anything else you do on the side that 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 you, that you yeah that you're passionate about? Um, passionate about not really. Um, keeping fit on box. Oh yeah, I see you do a bit of that. Yeah, it's just it's just not not to to fight professionally, just to keep fit, mate. To be honest, yeah. So I think yeah, yeah. That taps into like keeping yourself. I don't think it's the be all and end all, but I definitely think it. It helps to keep your mind sharp, and you know what I mean. And keep for real, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's. You need to exercise, man. I think there's no way around it, bro. You need to do something. Yeah, we're designed to move, bro. We're not designed to sit around, bro. Mm-hmm. But I, I think other than that, it's just about empowering the youth, man. I just want to just do something for them, man. Really, man. Yeah, man. For real. Give a legacy. You know what I mean. Yeah, man, that's that's why I want to do. I, I like. I want to do something, but you know when you're not. You know when. You know when you like because you're not fully like like content with what's going on in your own internal like you're not fully 100 percent yet you, i kind of like maybe that's maybe that's wrong maybe that's right i don't know but like I, I feel like i just i need to just get to a point where i need to get then i can just then i can be like okay cool so i've got that got that so then okay now i can try and help this person or help that person or whatever you, you know what i'm saying you can, you can help with i mean you can help people without that you know really before i didn't really have a lot to, to scratch my ass with me for managing yeah so it's, it's just knowing how to. So it sounds like you, you want to do it, but what is it that you actually want to do, for example? That's what I'm saying. I don't really know. But I know I've got to do something that's going to be able to help people. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's got to be something like, that's like, I don't know, but I'll, fi- I'll figure it out. I'll figure yeah, it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll figure it out, 100%. My, my trick that I used to say is just keep doing things, just keep doing things until you learn, until you see, until you know that's what, what I'm saying, doing. man. That's what I'm Multiple saying. Because you, you know, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? This internal voice, or we can call it God, or we can, I, I believe it's, I believe that's what God is. You know when there's, a, there's something that you just, it's, it's giving you a feeling that you shouldn't be doing this or you shouldn't be doing that. That's what, 
that's what God is. That's what the internal spirit is. And that's what I believe it, it all is. So yeah. you, you're always going to know what to do and what not to do, whether you, whether you think you don't or you do. You always know, though. You always know. You, you meditate, do you? Yeah, I do. I do, yeah. I can't, I can, I can't, I, I, normally about 10 minutes, I can't really never do more than that. I always end up, always end up with my eyes about eight minutes. So I always, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do try. I do sit there and try and be in the now and, and feel, feel into the inner body and stuff. Yeah, that always helps, man. It's all real stuff. It's all real stuff. Yeah, man. But yeah, good to talk as always. Um, yes, man. Uh, oh, shit, we haven't talked about our tune there, man. What's going on with that? Um, oh, it's yeah. a banger. I like it. Do you, what are you feeling? Yeah, it's good, you know, but it's, it's as we're talking about music, um, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm not, but you know what it is? I got a little bit bored with um, with house. Um, so I kind of just kind of just like put that on the side and started making some other bits and bobs, you know, like okay. R&B and hip hop you're talking about. Okay. Um, so yeah, I linked up with my brother who's a drummer and we, we started making some bits and bobs really. And then uh, we decided to make an EP. So we've made some bits and bobs already. I, okay. I have a quick sample if you want to have a quick listen. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, uh, you can never play it now. You can send it over. Uh, just to give it a little sample. We're, we're, we're talking about an album, well, a mini album, essentially, with, with a couple of music videos with it. Can you can you hear this, can you? I don't know if you. Yeah, go on, play us. Can you hear that? Yeah, it's not very clear though. I better. Yeah, I can kind of hear it. But yeah, keep it. Can you just let it play? As summer comes breezing through, good vibes are in the air. To parties, my mission. Like yeah, man. So like it's, it. it's nice, man. I just, as I said to you, like. House is good. I've just got a board of making it. And as music makers, we should be we should be challenging ourselves. And I think that, you know, three or four tracks of, of, of like smooth smooth beats, I'm going to throw it out I there. Just make so. whatever you feel, man. Yeah, man. Whatever definitely. you feel. Definitely, man. So um, I'm just, just having fun with it at the moment, to be honest. No, I like it too, though. If you don't finish it, I'll finish it. <laughs> Send your copy, man. But yeah, well, I'll, I'll try and get our tune finished as soon as I can. In terms of you musically, what, what, what's, what's for you? And is it just a case you're just making tunes? Yeah, man. So, um, yeah, but I'm, I'm now thinking about how I can actually bread from this thing now, bro. I want to actually be able to bread a bit from it. Um, Hard, man. Uh, so, yeah, set up the band camp. Got my first, my first ever money from fucking, from music, well, from music production anyway. A nice 73p. I was like, yes, bro. <laughs> But, um, but now I just, yeah, I just need to just be yeah, I want to monetize this shit now, man. Um, I've been putting out a lot of shit for free and I'll keep doing that as well. But I want to now think about how we can start making, but I think I'm doing the right thing. I'm building, I'm building my brand. I'm going to keep, keep out of it. You know what I'm saying? Keep the content flowing. Do you ever, do you ever send your stuff to uh, to record labels and stuff? Nah, I've got a really, uh, I've got, maybe it's probably an ego to ego thing that I have to get over. But, uh, just, I want to, um, yeah, I probably should to be fair. I probably should, but I just kind of want to do it myself. And maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's right. I don't know. I don't well, know. what I've seen, what I find is a lot of artists, the bigger artists anyway, they release on, on a well-known label, get their name up there, and then they start doing everything. And then doing their own thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I need to make sure that I own all the masters, though, man. I don't want to be fucking... Because that's where the money is, bro. Make sure you own all your masters. Because even when you get bigger, your older stuff still... 
people are still going to play the older stuff because they're going to know your name, so they're going to go through and look at your older stuff. So if you don't own that master, then... Good luck, mate. Good luck. Normally, it's 50-50 these days. Yeah, but it depends, though, because isn't it 50-50 with the publishing or, or the, the, the owner well, of the master as well? Normally, how it goes, if you get a decent label, they'll probably give you a bit of money up front, and then it's like 50-50 on the royalties. But in terms of you earning that piece of music, once you sign it over to the record label, it's theirs. They can do what they like with it. See, I mean, fuck with that shit, man. Just depends, fuck with man. that, man. Just, I don't know, man. I'm a very, I'm, like I said, I'm a very, I hate all that shit, though. Like, I hate all someone, especially my music as well. Like, brother, why am I signing my music to you? Like, I've got a couple of tunes on the label, but only some, like, really little label that some guy I know runs. He's a really sound guy, so I don't mind, don't mind giving it to him, but. Yeah. I don't know, all these labels, man, like, fuck it, what are they doing for you, man? What, like, I said, okay, maybe they are bringing a bit of value in terms of, like, exposure and stuff like that, yeah, but... That's all it is, That's all it is, it? Brando, isn't it? You can't do it by yourself, brother. There's no, there's no rule way to do it. I, I just think me asking a label to, to put my music up, like, why am I doing that? Like, if they come to me and they say, oh, like, I like your shit, I'll be like, yeah, cool, we can maybe come to an agreement, but, like, why am I messaging you asking you for shit, bro? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that, like... It's an ego thing that maybe I should get over, but I don't know, man. I haven't been sending my shit to, to any labels, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think it's that it's exposure, what you're talking about, exposing you to different crowds and stuff. I, I generally believe that, you know. Maybe, yeah, maybe I should. I don't know. I, we'll, yeah, I, the thing is, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, man. But, um, but yeah, man, we covered a lot of shit. That was a good chat, man. Um, yeah, I, I haven't got anything else I, I need to speak about. I don't know if you have. No, it's, it's always been a good, it's good talk, man. And I, I like that you are you're deeper than deeper than the surface, man. So it's good. good no, nah, I'm an intense person, but that's the reason why the branding of the podcast. Yeah, man. But, um, I look forward to the finished copy, man. Yeah, man. We'll um we'll chop it up again, man. We'll chop it up again soon. So yeah. big ups for coming on. Send me the audio when you're done, bro. And and take care, man. Peace and love, and that. Yeah, and you take it easy. See you later. Take care. Safe, bro. In a bit. Bye, bye.